Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com. So there's an error in the first story uh, that I wanted to clear up before you listen to it. Uh, Twice during that story, Jake refers to the Salvation Army as the Red Cross. Uh, I think it's just a slip of the tongue. There's no Red Cross at all in any of that story. It's all the Salvation Army. So if you hear Red Cross, that's not uh, the case. Uh, It was actually the Salvation Army in Australia. So I just wanted to clear that up before we came in uh, and we got weird letters from people saying that we were inconsistent. All right, enjoy the show. Here's some voicemails. Hey, Tom and Susan, this is Mike from the Irreverent Skeptics. Um, No, not that Mike, the other Mike. Yeah, that one. Uh, I overheard your discussion of Brian Fisher's conundrum with relation to voting rights and how he wanted to say that only landowners or only property owners, I guess, could vote. And, you know, I've been talking to him, because I know you said this is crazy. I think it's crazy too. I've been talking to him. Uh, it came up with this idea of a compromise where everybody who's not a property owner gets a three-fifths vote. I'm going to figure out the three-fifths compromise. It sounds like something we've done before. I think it worked out pretty well. Uh, okay, let me, let me know what you think, guys. Right. Take it easy. Plural. Hey, Cecil and Tom. This is Ryan from Massachusetts. I'm currently at episode 49 of Catching Up With All Your Episodes, and... I think it was Cecil who was talking about in episode 49. By the way, I'm surprised I've gotten through this far. You guys are wonderful. Just, ugh. a lot to take in and a lot to re-anger me. But I think Cecil mentioned something about, uh, like, the, like, you know, the right wing and religious groups being against gay marriage as being just an initial inherent wanting to cling on to the patriarchy, and I think it just goes back even more basic than that, because in most religions, it's the idea of God is suffering. So anything that feels good has to inherently be bad. And I may be talking out of my ass, but this is just the idea that I, that kind of sprung to me while listening to your show. Um, So take that as you will. And I also want to say... If I didn't have a mental block that just let me spew whatever I want, and if I had a microphone and people listen, pretty much what you guys say would be what I think. So thank you for making a wonderful, entertaining show. Please keep up the good work, and maybe I'll hear this in a month when I finally catch up to the newest episode. So have a good day, guys. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Forget it then. Forget it. We'll just do it all over. Do, do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fuck. No, go. For fuck's sake, go. This, this is Cognitive, is cognitive dissonance. dissonance. Every episode, Every we episode. blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence. And irreverence. Is there an echo there in this room? <laughs> to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes, or us, makes mad. us mad. 
it's skeptical, <laughs> it's political, and there is no, no welcome, mat. welcome mat. Can I just say <laughs> it's the most ravishingly handsome echo I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I, I would just, fuck the echo. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I tell you I what. I wouldn't last you long know what, either. You know what, Tom? The echo would fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is episode 100. And you know what? You would fucking love it. <laughs> oh man, you would love it so much. You would be begging for. I'm me. kind of uncomfortable with how close you are to your own microphone right now. <laughs> I'm kind of uncomfortable with the phallic nature of this microphone. I'm going to press my lips up to, to do the show. And by uncomfortable, I mostly just mean aroused. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of look like I'm sitting on a hemorrhoid. Like I'll, I'll see, I, I, That's all right. I kind of look like the hemorrhoid. That, yeah. And if that doesn't do it for you, nothing. Oh, man. <laughs> just for context, I'm sitting on a Fitball, not my actual hemorrhoid. <laughs> Well, he may or may not be sitting on his hemorrhoid, but it's on a fiddle. <laughs> Those are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. That's it's true. Even... That is that is a great point. Yeah. Thank you very much, man. That's the one point I will make all week. I'm sitting on a couple of red <laughs> pulsating things. So oh, and Cecil might pulse. need a minute. <laughs> a minute. So, one, yeah, a minute. Come on. <laughs> this is episode 136. Come on now. <laughs> of Cognitive Dissonance. And we are unfortunate enough to be joined by Jake. From the imaginary friend show podcast.com biz org. Whatever the fuck you're <laughs> biz, like biz org. It's what it, that's how it ends. You got it. Nailed it. I this, thought so. I love it. The sexual echo. <laughs> the the uh, he, uh, I can't. I'm fucking flustered, actually. <laughs> I'm I, like, is it hot in here or is it just you, Jake? I, is no, it's Jake. I love it. Fantastic. It's so we thought you. we'd have Jake on to help uh, totally fucking ruin the first story <laughs> that uh, we're going to cover. Because when you're covering a story like this, oh, yeah. you need more firepower. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, you can't, like Cecil and I are ill-equipped, well, for most things, but particularly to cover a story like this one. This comes from the Raw story. <clears throat> Salvation Army. Which is Army. appropriate. Which is appropriate that it is coming from the raw story. Because <laughs> oh, no. it, it is about as raw as it yeah. gets. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. And, and also appropriately, I roared at it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I roared, like, the roy, like the lion's roar. Roar. You know what I mean? I, I roared towards it in that general direction. Just say roar again for me. Roar. I, <laughs> I roar. love it. Fucking I love it. That's my new fucking ringtone. It's <laughs> oh, great. Roar. You just got to leave some space for the listeners. Roar. <laughs> Beautiful. You're a dick. I love when we're off the rails this, this oh, early God. in the show. Yeah, there's no way to recover at this point. Just fucking throw this story out. Jake, tell us about koalas. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, soon after recording with you last time. <laughs> oh, no. Jake's dude, off the leash. Some dude from Twitter sent me a link to like the, the 40 most weirdly dangerous animals uh, in Australia. And I think I've covered them I all. There's, there's nothing left. Yeah, the, the 40 most dangerous. It's all the animals in Australia. Do you, you seriously don't have anything. Like even your fucking rocks are poisonous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Yeah. I wouldn't even drink the fucking that's, water that's, there. That's right, Tom. Inanimate things are poisonous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we do have a lot of uranium, I suppose. You could, you could, you could be poisoned through the radiation 
The the rocks are poisonous, Tom. Yes, the rocks Please. are poisonous. That's called fucking hyperbole, Jake. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it pronounced hyperbole? No, that's on it's Sunday. Hyperbole. The hyperbole. That's on Sunday. The hyperbole. Uh, that's hyperbole. My sporting <laughs> events. Yeah, uh, go move a shit. thing to the other thing, and then we'll we'll we we will cheer. Oh wow! Well, I'm actually looking forward to the Super Bowl because I need to go to IKEA, and that's the only day <laughs> that I can go to IKEA and not hate my life. <laughs> is on Super oh, Bowl. Oh, that's Sunday. awesome! So I'm I love it. Like for non-sporting families, Super Bowl is like it's like that Twilight Zone where that guy wakes up and everyone in the world is gone. You know, and he's walking around. And he fucking breaks his glasses. It's like that, except for you didn't break your glasses. Like it's exactly like the whole world just empties out, and you can go anywhere and do anything. You can drive your fucking oh, car look. with your eyes closed. There's nobody on <laughs> the, the rapture road. Has- I don't wear pants the whole day. No one notices. Yeah, there's no. Well, you yeah, never wear pants. Anyway, <laughs> spray paint is pants. That's fantastic. I contend that that is a true. <laughs> spray paint is. <laughs> provides just the right type of tingle as well. <laughs> I hear. I hear. I hear. Are we doing the story? So apparently, yeah, we do. There's a story. Yeah, there's a story. So this, there's yeah. a, yeah, wow. Again, this comes from the raw story. Salvation Army in Australia. Which is appropriate because it's a pretty raw story. <laughs> oh, hey, we're going there again. <laughs> Accused hey, of yo. raping children with a garden hose and other abuses. Now, before we uh, talk about this story in detail, I have to talk about the image that they chose because I fucking love it. So you have a headline (laughs) here talking about accusing the Salvation Army of raping children with a garden hose. And then it says, the Salvation Army doing the most good. (laughs) (laughs) What is the least? Like, what is less than the most good at this point? Like, it's better than their original logo, which was Salvation Army. Balls deep. (laughs) (laughs) That one just didn't go over well. Did task markets didn't like it, and so they went to this one instead. So they could be ambiguous with their boy banging. Salvation Army, bite down on this. It was also beaten out by the other saying, which was, uh, the Salvation Army, we're hung like garden hoses. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, like, how good would the... And I should actually preface everything that I say from before I just said what I just said onwards, in that this story is so fucking awful. Like, there is literally nothing that you can say to make this story palatable, okay? So we're just going to, I think... I think the appropriate way to deal with this is to make fun of the Salvation Army and everything about this story. Okay, so that said, <laughs> how good would it have felt to have been to have been Where the guy to have been the guy that was just reported as having a garden hose shoved up his anus? Yeah, no, they 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 stuck a hose up there in the in the anus region, and they put him in a cage. You know, because somehow you have a cage, <laughs> right? You know, see, so it's funny because I thought the same thing. I thought like yeah. shit has gone tits up when you buy the cage. <laughs> you you don't even have cage. to put a person in it yet. Jesus. When the Salvation Army is ordering, when they're looking on Amazon, they're like, <laughs> um, no, that one does not ship free. That no. is not prime. I am not no, ordering that cage. No, that's for a chinchilla. We need some of those bigger bars. Right. No, that won't fit enough fucking savagely abused <laughs> children. <laughs> And it's not like as if, like, this is, this is an organisation that gets all of its funding from donations and from the government. And 
in order to fit a human being into a cage, you got to bid it, buy a pretty big cage. So was all of the money that was being donated to the Salvation Army going to cages? And you know, the worst part, know. Right? the worst part is they bought that cage tax free. <laughs> that is pretty bad. That and the garden bad. hose wow. too. Let's that not forget ridiculous. the garden hose. I, I do want to point out because this is a detail <laughs> that should not be overlooked. Uh, it says children were sodomized with a garden hose, locked in outdoor cages, and savagely beaten by Salvation Army majors in graphic cases. So at least they were officers, and that I think helps. You know, if they were, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It takes the sting out of it when they're beating your your balls with well, a leather strap. What do you strap? have to do to get promoted to a fucking officer? Like you have to go to like the Salvation Army ROTC. Well, apparently you have to do this. I, I think this is what qualifies you for being an officer. <laughs> officer, like he- I mean, clearly the hazing is a little difficult. So, can you sodomize a small child with a garden what? hose? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are made for officer training. Let us You are officer let's material, get you my there. friend. You let's hear that question, this. it's like well, here's your oak leaves. Wow. I can but I don't want to. Ooh, yeah. Looks like you're gonna be the fucking mess cook, motherfucker. It's like somebody has to tell him, like, you guys do know this isn't a real army. Right? Like we don't have to have majors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cuz it's not a real army. No one's ever going to invade the sovereign nation of salvation. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for maybe atheists. Atheists right. are constantly right. invading. You'd salvation. need a children's crusade yeah, is what you would need, but then they would just rape it. So this guy got off. This guy, well, he got off, but he also got off because he died in 2008. That's the sad part is yeah. that this person that was real punishment. Doesn't sound like Seriously. he was he was punished at all, and he died. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, but he'll be punished in Not, hell. Uh, sent right. to jail. Oh, shut your face! <laughs> sure he will. Shut yeah. your face. The um the I, I hate this. There's there's a quote just above uh, where, where it says that he died, uh, or, or on another page, in fact, where he says. <laughs> Where it says that this guy, this uh, this guy who was doing a lot of the sodomizing, a lot of the torture, Major Lawrence Wilson, was described by colleagues as brutal, as a brutal and evil man. So, this torture was known about for quite a long time, and apparently the Salvation Army did nothing about it for quite a long time. The the the. The abuse took place between 66 and 77. That's 11 years that this guy or that this organization was torturing. Like, torture is beyond abuse, in my opinion. They were torturing children for 11 years and nobody did anything about it. So, it's just, this is weirdly serendipitous, but... The Red Cross is currently doing an appeal, uh, in my area at least, and after you sent me this story this morning, I happened to get a knock on the door. <sighs> That's And awesome. I walked up to the door, and it was the Salvation Army. And I had to ask, I had, I had to ask these questions. You know, I, I wish I had have recorded it. He probably wouldn't have let me do it anyway. But I, I basically, I, I asked them, you know, how do you feel about this? And the guy just didn't want to comment. I said, look, you're asking me for money. Um, there's one point, I think this story says it, uh, 1.2 million Australian dollars has been given to abuse victims, which, by the way, there are 157 victims. Right. Right? 1.2 million? 
that is not enough money. Oh, it's not. It doesn't firstly. even touch it. Oh, my goodness, no. But this, yeah, it's ridiculous. But I, I asked the question, you know, where is my money going to go? If I give you money, where is it going to go? Is it going to go to abuse victims? Is it going to go to more uh, hospices where you're going to sodomize children? <laughs> you know, why why, yes, why are you is. walking around this, this area asking for money? Where, where, the, where the fuck is the money going? You know how much that is? 7600 per person? Oh, my math is off, but I don't think it is. 7000 7000 bucks to get raped with a garden hose. Who would take you up on that? I don't, I don't know, you man. Know, who's like, hey, what parent would be like, uh, I don't know about letting my kid go off with you. Well, we're going to rape him with a garden mm-hmm. hose, beat him, and make him eat his own vomit. We we're just going to say, like, the only people is, like, the two girls, one cup people. Like, that's, right. like, you know? <laughs> like, that's the that's the extent that you would have. You know, you were saying, Jake, you are saying, like, of course these people knew it. And you're totally right. They, Of course they knew it. Because where the fuck do you hide people in a cage? Where do you, what do you, yeah. you got a fucking, you got a blanket over you? Like, no, that's my rabbit that's screaming in there. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, and it, it, apparently this this guy, this Major Lawrence Wilson, would condu- it says in the article he he would conduct a daily quote sick parade God. in which he would single out boys to be physically inspected in private and sexually assault them. Wow, that's great. Yeah, well, these are the people that were in charge of these these children. This guy specifically, and the thing is, is like when your colleagues are are saying this guy was brutal and awful, that means that they were brutal and awful because they didn't fucking do anything about it. That's yeah, exactly absolutely right, man. It's like how how do you describe somebody? Can you imagine a secular um, analog to this, right? And I, I think about this all the time. Like, what's the secular analog? Imagine a corporation. And in your corporation, you've got a boss who's a tyrant, and your boss is a fucking. And let's let's say he's your boss. He's not your he's not your colleague. He's not at your same level. He's your boss, and he's somebody that you would actually describe as a brutal and evil man who is torturing employees. Like he's fucking like he beats the interns. Like he just like gets an intern and fucking dumps hot coffee on their head. <laughs> I hate my time the- at Stalin Inc. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would say something. I mean, you would. It's not like there's no avenue. Right. If it's you a, could call the press. You could call the police. Right, These yeah. things are clearly fucking illegal. Tom, it'd be like if he was raping the women at the office, just like taking right. them into his office and just raping them. It'd be like, um, and, that wouldn't last very long. Right. No, because you would say like, oh, there, there, there's a rational and easy answer to brutal and evil people. You call you know, the actually, police. I, I take it even one, one, one step further, Cecil. It's like he's raping the children of the women in the office. <laughs> yeah, <that's exactly laughs> like it's saying, it's saying, you know, the boss is saying, bring in your children because tomorrow is bring your children to work day. <laughs> and uh, when the children arrive, uh, you know, they have a nice big board meeting so that the, the children can see exactly what goes on in mummy's office. Yeah. <laughs> and then the children are physically inspected, oh, no. brought into his room where he sodomizes them and tortures them. Yeah, for hours, for eleven years. I, wow, yeah, for, for eleven, 11 years. years. Yeah, it, it's inconceivable. For eleven years. It and all they're getting is seven thousand dollars. Yeah, here's your check. Uh, Remember well, to pay your taxes this, on it. <laughs> and this is why they're doing the red shield. So. Wow, listeners of your show and every show that that happens to pick up this fucking segment, if the Red Cross knock on your door, don't give them a fucking cent. In fact, suggest that they go and take out a loan against every little bit of every asset that they have 
or sell every single asset that they have to ensure that the, the, that the victims of this abuse are adequately compensated for. Wow. $7,000. And, and it's 7000 Australian, victim. which is less than what it would be 7000 American would be a little, I think it would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's exchange about, rate. Uh, it says it says it would be one point one point oh five million in U, in U.S. dollars. So. That's not a yeah. money. That's not enough money. Like those uh-huh. guys are fucking standing outside every goddamn grocery store, clanging their fucking bells. I mean, you got to be kidding me. That's yeah, that is an inconceivably yeah. small sum of money. Yeah, it's like sixty well, five hundred right. U.S. And like, I, I have I have friends who have been abused. I have uh, friends who are victims uh, that have you know survived rape and torture, and uh, you know and and worse. <laughs> and a lot of them say that there is literally no monetary value that you could put on right. what they have sure. experienced. Of course, of course, of course. it's so. Yeah. You know, while we're saying, you know, $7,000 isn't enough, you know, there is literally no money amount that is enough <laughs> to compensate for what they've gone through. So here's, the, here's the solution that occurs to me, is that when a, when a religious organization that lives off the largesse of government, right, and they all do with their tax breaks and bullshit, when a religious organization that lives off the largesse of government is found to have harbored people like this, all of their assets should be immediately seized. All of them. Every single asset. All of them. Every yeah. church. Every, every fucking parson. Every, everything you own. Like everything every down to the chalice. Hose. Every single garden hose. Yep. It all gets <laughs> sold at auction. <laughs> oh, rinsed no. off. You know, because otherwise yes. that's gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they sell it, the it gets, cages. Sell the ca- it all gets sold at auction and it's fucking liquefied and given to the victims immediately. That's it. It, that's a zero tolerance program, right? You want to you want to cure this problem? Like I guarantee they're not going to. And, and all all the the only way you just if it happens and you covered it up, or you moved it around, or you could demonstrate that people knew about it, the entire organization is disassembled immediately yeah. and sold, gone. Otherwise, how do you how do you disincent this? Well, I think the problem is is you're going to have well, apologists who will say, well, this particular organization was not an evil organization this was an evil person but i i mean i'm with you when when you say yeah but you house the guy yeah right. but you basically yeah. protected look the at guy all the good they do you know put all the good in one hand and then put a garden hose up your ass and see what you think <laughs> <laughs> no you're not wrong they they need to liquidate the thing but this guy didn't even go to prison like this this no, guy didn't fucking see a second of he prison. just fucking died he just yeah. he got away with it as an old man, yeah. he died as an right. old man after right. having done all of this bullshit. Yeah, he died in wow. 2008, and he was doing this abuse in the 60s. So he's fucking just the homeless fine. children right? who had absolutely no chance. Literally, the most tell- vulnerable people. Yep. Literally, literally, yeah. <laughs> well, and also, why are we still allowing religious organizations to look after children? Like what is their what is their special because, purview? Because over remember children? all the good that well, they do, Tom. I, you know, remember all the good that they do. The, you know, I, I I actually think that you know you have uh, the tax free ability of those places allows for people who can't afford you know really high end health like uh, care for their children, and they give the money to the church instead. I think that you know if they if they just had the oversight. 
then I'd be fine with it. I don't give a shit where your kid goes as long as there's somebody watching out for them. Because clearly in these religious institutions, they can get away with a lot more. And right. it's really yeah. crazy. They should have the same oversight that all the other institutions have. I don't mind that they're that they're watching children. I just want to make sure that they're actually getting watched while they're watching them. So, Jake, if uh, if people wanted to hear your show, your amazing show, the Imaginary Friends Show dot com podcast, where would they go? Uh, that is a really great question. I'm really not sure where to send people <laughs> if they wanted to go to the Imaginary Friends Show dot com podcast they I, I i suppose i could send them to imaginary friendshow.com yeah but i'm not sure if they'd find it they anything. might not find anything there okay fair enough yeah no. at imaginary friendshow.com i just don't know <laughs> you know what i would try imaginary friendshow.com i'm just i'm just throwing yeah, you it could out look you could you could try you if could. i was looking for the but podcast there is just no guarantee right. there is no guarantee that there would be anything there because how the hell are we supposed to know? it's a, how do we know it's a crazy madcap world we live in here <laughs> yeah we, Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. So, Cecil, this story comes from the Daily Mail. Sisters of Nazareth nuns forced children to eat their own vomit at Irish care homes. What occurs to me immediately is you need to rename that from care home to something else. <laughs> Because there's no way to have a care home. Like, what would you call like an Irish abuse home? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, you know, the thing that really, you know, because the last story we talked to with Jake, we didn't get into it. But in that story, the kids were forced to eat their own vomit, too. Like, what is right. What's with the vomit fetish all of a sudden? Like, it's like, you know, we do stories week after week after week and then Bam! Two stories in a row where people are eating their own goddamn vomit. I, I, where did that I, come from? I don't even understand how you eat your own vomit. Like, wouldn't it make you vomit? I know. Like, like it's, it's like, like a fucking Ouroboros at that point. Right, you just right. be like, can I just eat my tail? I just keep I just, on vomiting up the vomit. I can't. This is him. Like, at some point, it's be like, this is fucking impossible. Think, this is a Sisyphusian task. I, think if, I cannot do if this. If you vomit up vomit, it becomes food, though, right? It's like... <laughs> It's like two negatives like two equal two a negatives, positive. Right, like, yeah. blah, blah. It's a cheeseburger. That's yeah. <laughs> actually it's a cheeseburger. It's a cheeseburger. What? Holy shit. And it started as spaghetti. Hungry. So, I mean, that's like a number. I you know, hungry. that's pretty good. But this story is just fucking unbelievably awful. I want to point out that from the from this typical Daily Mail headline that is a like a fucking 27 yeah. word <laughs> Headline. It's like it's like gone with the wind long. I know, man. It's like and then it's got like three bullet points underneath yeah, it like that are they also need to make some points afterwards, Tom. So from the billet point bullet points, point. The bullet, bullet point. <laughs> it says they were assaulted with sticks, straps, and my favorite kettle flexes. What? And I That's thought not a thing. That's not a thing. It's not a thing. You can't assault somebody with a kettle flex. Yeah. It's like if, if somebody I don't was, know if you saw, but somebody sent us a uh, thing on Twitter, and it was things they call they call something in English, and then they oh, call I it. Saw it was and so it was funny. the best one was tic tac toe. They call it the Battle of Gridlington. Yes, <laughs> so it's great. not it's not real, but it's funny. You know, it's like it was that's the same thing I thought when I saw. I was like, what did they? Uh, what the fuck is a kettle flex? Like it's a kettle flex, man. I mean, I'm actually going to Google what you a gotta kettle Google flex it is now. right now because yeah. I bet it hurts. Whatever, Whatever it is. I bet it's not like a stuffed animal, yeah. right? It's, it's not, not a pillow. <laughs> that's for sure. 
It's not a uh -oh, soft well, feather boa. It's fucking electric. I'll tell you yeah. that. The first thing yeah, that comes electric up is kettle flex. the electric kettle flex. I'm going to hit images here and see if I can't get a picture of a kettle flex. Oh, it's oh, it's, an, it's just an electric kettle. It's like an electric water heating kettle because it's England and tea. Kettle flex? Or Irish What and the tea. fuck is the flex part of it? I don't know. Maybe the electricity is flexing. What the fuck? Flex Name it something that is actually a thing. That's flextricity. That's <laughs> flextricity. In, in, in Ireland, they have flextricity because it bends. It's right. real bendy. Like right. it's, yeah, it's fly. flextricity needs to be a word starting right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, these are like nuns. Like the, these are nuns, and this is a children's home. And I know I said this, uh, I think, on Jake's show because we just recorded uh, on the Imaginary Friends show. And like the first thing that I thought, and you see, so you had a good counterpoint, but I want to bring it up. The first thing I thought was then if, if you guys can't behave yourselves, then the religious just don't get to be. A, a place that cares for children. Yeah, I like it just does. No, I think I think your your points on that are, are very true. You know, like, look, they need the same oversight. That was my point is they need the same oversight as as regular secular institutions. So they need the same oversight where people are going in. And when they see the person who is, you know, spooning their own vomit back into their mouth, they're like, hey, there might be a problem. You know, this is something we we should actually address. <laughs> or when somebody's got, you know, like the when we were talking about the, the story earlier, Jake, when somebody's got a hose shoved up their ass and they're in a cage, you know, maybe there's some deeper issue they need to delve into and not just the person's anus. But, you know, like like what they need to make sure is that they have some sort of oversight. And the fact of the matter is, is that there is no oversight in a lot of these places. And the other problem is, is that the people who are maybe supposed to be doing the oversight are just shoveling this shit under the rug. They're just like, okay, you know, we got to make sure we hide this because we don't want to, we don't want to get a bad name or whatever. And like you said earlier, is they should just, just take the place apart. Be like, okay, well, you done fucked up. I'm sorry, but you don't get to take care of kids anymore. And all your assets are liquidated to go pay for the poor kids who got abused because they're going to be scarred for the rest of their lives. Yeah, right. And like, where's the downside on that model, right? That model of care says, look, if you guys want to be charged with the care of children, that's great. Just don't abuse the kid. Like, because like, where's the counter argument? Well, what, what if we abuse him just a little bit? Then, I mean, can we still keep our stuff? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, where's the counter? How do you make that counter argument? How do you even say, like, how do you even set up and say, like, well, but there could be. I mean, some abuse, right? Like a little bit, like maybe, like maybe we can make them vomit, but then make them not eat the vomit. Like they, <laughs> but we still have to clean it up. I mean, come, cause you know, I mean, we're still Irish nuns. I mean, come on. It's not. <laughs> so we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back. And when we're back, we'll tell you more stuff. Probably depressing stuff. Almost certainly sad, sad stuff. <laughs> Want to get in touch with the show? Send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Like the podcast page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dissonance pod, or just type cognitive dissonance into the Facebook search bar. Want your voice featured on our show? Leave a short message on our Google Voice at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Visit DissonancePod.com to see the news stories featured in the show, buy apps and merchandise, or just leave a comment. 
And to everyone who helps spread the word about the show by sharing it, tweeting it, and rating it on iTunes, Glory Hole, you fucking rock. So this story comes from The Raw Story. Illinois Bishop, punish LGBT people like children if they get married. Uh, this is the same idiot in Illinois. <laughs> it's the same who, idiot. <laughs> who uh, exercised the entire state of Illinois. Right. And I just want to yeah. ask this guy, like, how's that turned out for you? Didn't work. Are we demon free? Didn't work. No, yeah. there's still the gay demon. It's still the gay demon. Right. I, you know, I wonder, like, what's your metric for that? Like, how do you measure your demon like to see, because you have to wonder. Sure, like, you do your. It's, so you've got you've got to have some kind of a value, right? right. Like pre exorcism, right. you're at you're you're at this demon level, you know. And then you do your exorcism, and then they're all like, "Fuck, we ought to get out of Quiznos. <laughs> we gotta go somewhere else now. It's over the border. See what's I'm going, going on to in bellies. <laughs> they're all hanging out at the fucking tollway oasis. I'm going to Chipotle. <laughs> I like it because the food is range-free, <laughs> organic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. You know, like, I think that metrics are the hot thing now, right? I mean, this is what, you know, look, you want results as a as a business, as a, you know, even just as Oshmos, we want to be able to look at metrics and be like, well, you know, what seven people this week are listening to our show? Right. And, and why? And why. But, you know, like, you, you look at this guy and you're like, okay, well, what's the metric? Like, you know, what is what is the thing you measure? Nothing. It's like measuring how many fucking angels dance on the head of a pin. Right. What's well, so funny, too, because it's like, all right, before we're going to take a quick demon census. Yeah. So everyone who's a demon, demon raise your raise hand. hand demons. <laughs> and then nothing happens because, you know, demons aren't real. Right. And then right. afterwards, he's like, well, good news is we got them yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like walking into my bedroom and being like, well, got all the bears out of there. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no more bears in the bedroom. I'd like to buy your yeah. rock. <laughs> <laughs> So this guy's back and he's now talking about, you know, LGBT people and how they should be punished like children yeah. if they get married. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's quoted as saying, bad gay, bad. Do you know bad, what you bad. did? Do you know what you did? And he actually rolled up a newspaper and swatted at them, too. Swats them yeah. on their noses? <laughs> <laughs> he rubbed their noses in their marriage certificate. <laughs> Every time Look you- at what you did. Look at what you did. You did this. He's got a spray bottle of water, <laughs> yeah. and every time it's like he's like got the a guy's can like, full of rocks. He just shakes. <laughs> bad gays, you're bad. They've got like a gay collar yeah. on. It's like a shock collar. <laughs> but when they get too close to to another, they just get zapped. Like oh no, fuck. no! When they get too close, it shoots out rainbows. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's a fabulous collar too. It matches everything. So it's a, right, yeah. yeah. The rainbow is the new black. So <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Why are we still talking about this guy? I don't Let's know. Move on. Who cares? In the name of Jesus, we speak that. This story comes from the Friendly Atheist blog. 
Cardinal's attack on love and marriage castigates couples who do not procreate. A prominent Spanish cardinal doesn't think marriages are legit if you uh, don't have kids. Right. I guess. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a stupid enough. fucking yeah. thing to say. Like, yeah. it's just a stupid fucking thing to say. Well, it's a horribly insensitive thing to say, right? Because there are there are many couples that have reproductive issues that can't have children and need to, you know, either employ, you know, science to help them or they just don't, you know. And to say that they're less than is an awful thing to say, especially people who actually want to take care of children. Like my wife and I, when she mentioned to her priest that she wasn't interested in having children, her priest told her she needed to get an annulment. And so she said, well, that sounds interesting. Why don't I just get rid of the church instead? <laughs> you know, like maybe I should just get rid of something and it's not my marriage, it's the church. And so she did. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that it really upset her and it made her feel like, you know, this thing, this institution that she believed in, that she, you know, worked for in ways, you know, I mean, as a, as a believer, you do things for it. You, you tithe, you, you know, you go to the bake sale, you do all the things, you know what I mean? Like you're following sure, the tenants yeah. and then, you know, to basically get slapped in the face and basically say, look, you need to do more. You need to not just give us money and come to church every week and think about what we're saying, you need to actually shit out some kids because then you'll only, you're only worthy then. Well, you know, it certainly wasn't for her. So she, you know, she left it, but there's other people out there because Sarah and I don't want kids. Like we just don't want kids, but there's other people out there that have, that can't have kids, but then adopt. What's wrong with that? Like, what is the fucking, what's the problem with that? Like, that seems like a good thing. That seems like a great thing. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is another way for these guys to poo-poo gay marriage because then they could say, well, they're not procreators. And if they stick to that hardline procreation, then they can also, they, they inadvertently shame some people, but they shame the people that they want to shame, which is the gays. Well, I think, I think that's exactly it. And I, you know, I was thinking when I read this, um, I was thinking about my grandfather. My grandfather is Catholic on my mom's side. Um, and my grandmother died. And my grandfather got remarried. He's like 88 years old. <laughs> he got remarried at like 84. He's not having any kids. Like, I met his new wife, Helen. She seems sweet. I don't think she's going to oh, be no. popping out yeah, any no, kids. That's, that's, I don't think that's going to happen. She's like a thousand years old. <laughs> she just gives birth to like a dust bunny. You know? <laughs> oh, shit. You can get the Roomba out. That's awesome. <laughs> she coughs out some <laughs> mummy of some sort. <laughs> There's <laughs> like a cloud of dust. It's like, <laughs> the doctor. <laughs> She's so old. She gives birth to a middle-aged man. <laughs> like she gives birth. The kid comes out. He's like 38. He's an accountant. <laughs> He's got a PhD. <laughs> 
awesome. awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Who cares? <laughs> Let's just move on. Oh, we're not talking God. about Oh, man. Uh, we're we'll sum this it is going to be that a fast wrong. show. We're like only 10 minutes in or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a super fast show. Now, but let's go on. He says, I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing. That tells me that there is clothing that's improper for a Christian woman. All right? I mean, that's just logic. There is clothing that is improper for a Christian woman. Now, he says... The clothing must be modest, modest. This is a very important. It's literally proper clothing with modesty is the way it, it goes in the original text. So with modesty. My wife has a really good thing that she says and she goes, if your clothing is a frame for your face from which the glory of God is to shine, it's, it's proper if it draws attention to your face. If your clothing draws attention to your body, to outline it, to make it noticed, then it's sensual. It's sensual. What you're doing is wrong. Wow, this story comes from the raw story. Women are sinners if clothes outline the body to make it noticed. <laughs> I love this guy. He's doing like a field goal symbol. <laughs> Actually, what it looks like, he's got his fingers up in the air, in the air, and he's gonna point them straight at him and be like, I'd hit that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking at his thumbs, it's like, what's got two thumbs and like shapeless women? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this show is off the rails. <laughs> oh man Oh we need to record at fucking midnight more often <laughs> God It's the worst thing we've ever put out People All the people who hate when we laugh Oh my god they're so gonna, mad right now they're just gonna throw Holy this whole shit show they're away. fucking furious They're pacing they're so mad How dare you laugh I can't believe you're enjoying yourself <laughs> Don't you enjoy each other's company You fuckers I'm going to throw my iPod away. That's how mad I am. I'm just throwing in the garbage we'll put right this now. on here anyway. All right, so this Southern Baptist guy, who cares? This guy in Virginia, he wants women to dress like ghosts, I guess. That's what he wants. Like, he wants to Casper up the audience. He wants every woman to look like an amoeba is what he wants. <laughs> Everybody, you're just walking around his congregation. Actually, it's just like I'll be honest, oh, Tom. He doesn't want amoebas because they have too much form. Right? Like they actually have a shape. It's it. I mean, you, if if it outlines the body, how can you wear clothes that do not outline the body? They drape on your body. You have to wear tents. You have to. You, like, you have, have to be like wear a hang glider or something. You would have to wear some kind of a wire infrastructure underneath your clothes. To fool people looking at your body into thinking they were looking at something else. You have to wear like, it, it, like I'm thinking of like the camouflage tents that they put over like tanks in World War II <laughs> so the like Nazi planes couldn't find them. <laughs> right? <laughs> like every woman is just wearing a fucking sniper ghillie suit. Like no, They should around. just wear tanks. Like women should just walk around in tanks. Just wearing armor. That's it. Just all women are just dressed as mechs. Yeah. That's just it. They're just... <laughs> 
fucking Transformers. And what about the men? Like, like the men can wear like men can wear fucking speedos and like fucking phallus suits. It doesn't matter. Like, who cares? <laughs> you know, the thing about this, you know, this is interesting. Um, one of the things that I that I was thinking about when I was thinking about this was it's got to be real hard to be somebody who buys into this as a, you know, as a dude or even as a girl. I mean, it, it's harder for a dude, but I think because of all the testosterone that's constantly coursing through your body, make, you know, trying to influence your decisions to make you make the wrong ones. Trying? But, yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta be so hard for somebody in that situation because they think that looking at somebody lustfully is a bad, such a bad, awful thing. Um, and to, to have that, you know, it almost feels like there's this sort of, um, like, you know, when we think about it, when you and I think about it, we don't think it's a bad thing to be, you know, to think of somebody in a way like that. I don't, I know, I know I personally don't no, think it's bad to do that. I certainly, you know, I think it's bad to do it and dehumanize the person. Obviously I think that of that's course. bad. Um, but I don't think it's bad for you to see somebody and be like, man, that person's gorgeous. And almost, I mean, sometimes you can be distracted by somebody's beauty. You know what I mean? Because it's, sure. it's a physical thing and it's your brain is, you know, because I'm an animal and I recognize my animalistic traits. I try to, but I think that the, I get a bonus there because what I think is, I'm putting those animalistic traits in their place. These people yeah. are starting at the other end of the spectrum, right? right? They're at the other end of the spectrum and they're like, I gotta be perfect. I gotta be perfect. I gotta be perfect. And I can't help but think how bad that's gonna feel when they're not. Oh, that's a good point. That's that's where they get, that's, you know, I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the other day about salvation, right? I was thinking about how, I think the idea of salvation is probably the worst idea in religion right now, I, or ever. No, or ever. You know, I think salvation is a horrible idea because salvation has to have sin in order to exist. And sin's just some nonsense. Like, it's just, it's a way to guilt trip people into buying right. all of your your bullshit. Sure. Um, you know, you got to sell them that they're broken in order to sell them that they're fixed first. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, man, it's like it, you start off with this idea like, well, if you lust after, you know, the opposite sex, then you're fucked. You know, you're just, it makes you a fucking bad person and you should worry about that. And here's all the guilt you should feel. When you lust after somebody of the opposite sex, if you just don't have that, if you're just like, yeah, I'm fucking lusting after the opposite sex because I'm of the opposite sex. Yeah. And that's why I'm doing it. And like, I'll just, you know, I'm not going to act on it. I'll still behave like a gentleman and that's it. Then you have no conflict. Like your life right. is fine. Like you, you don't have guilt. You don't have difficulty. But man, the fucking and religious people go through hell over their uh, you know, sexual feelings and like their fucking lustful thoughts. I mean, they just, they're fucking ripped into pieces by that shit. I've never been ripped into pieces by that shit. I've never thought once like, man, I shouldn't be thinking impure thoughts. If anything, I'm like, I'm enjoying this impure thought. Right. Exactly. I would like to have another one just yeah, like, it like, you know, like three to five minutes. <laughs> I totally, I totally agree. And I think that, you know, when you put yourself on that pedestal, and you say, you know, I'm better than this. I'm better than this. It's like I put myself on there and I'm like, I'm better than this because I'm not an animal. 
I know I'm an animal. I know I'm part of the animal goddamn kingdom. Right. But I'm better than this, and I can get around this, and I can control this. And I think what they're, you know, they're coming at it from like, you know, like, I don't even know. Like, I'm a fucking, I'm a better than an animal. I'm the fucking angel or whatever the fuck they think they are. Right. And they're coming at it from a, a point of view that I think is just, they're setting themselves up to fail. Well, it's that whole, like, nobody's perfect other than Jesus yeah. thing, right? Like, Jesus was the only one that was perfect. So if you're not perfect... Then you're sinning. Oh, fuck, that's bad. And if you sin, then you go to hell. Fuck, that's worse. Yeah. So now you need to feel bad about it. Because then if you don't feel bad, then you can't properly repent. So, like, the feeling bad is built into that shit. Let's fuck! I'll fuck anything that moves! <laughs> so these next two stories, Cecil, I fucking love, man. Did you see the Grammys? Did you watch them? That's a stupid I did, question. I you've did not, not, you've not see seen the a Grammy. I didn't either. I don't even know why I asked you that. I know you didn't watch the didn't fucking watch Grammys. The Grammys. I don't watch. I, you know, on occasion, I'll watch one award show, and that's the Oscars. But it's really only at the end. Like last year, I watched it, and I was mixing our show. And it was glorious because I didn't have to listen to it. And I could just look up once in a while and see the the winner is... And I didn't have to listen to anybody make really bad, strained jokes or really crazy, bad speeches at the end of a thing or get fucking played off by the orchestra. Like, none of that shit. It was great. It was glorious. But I don't watch any other things. I stopped watching the Oscars after everyone's a critic. Yeah, like, I don't blame you. I just don't blame you. I just can't do it don't anymore. Don't blame you. Well, I guess the Grammys were a fucking shenanigans I know. They fucking is like, total craziness. It, there was there was like a bunch of couples got married, um, you know, same sex and uh, sure. opposite sex couples got married in a in a ceremony by, like I guess officiated by Queen Latifah. That's awesome. And then sang out by um, uh, Macklemore, Ryan Lewis, and uh, yeah. Madonna, and it fucking just set everybody oh, into God. a fucking tailspin. They were fucking an absolute tizzy. tailspin. I, I think it's a tizzy. I think it's when you get a bunch of crazy people. That's defined like, you know, like there's a murder of crows. There's a right, tizzy there's a of conservatives. You no, know, it's a tizzy of conservatives. That's what it is. <laughs> that needs to be a thing. It is the thing now. I just fucking made it up. That's fantastic. Yeah. Every time they, and is it like three or more? It's three or more. It's a tizzy of oh, conservatives. And if Jake wasn't on this show, I would call this show a tizzy of conservatives. But since Jake's <sighs> on it, we got to call it Imaginary Friends Show Part 3 or whatever. Damn. Can we call it like. A tizzy of imaginary friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so a bunch of uh, anti-gay activists, including Rush Limbaugh, yeah, right. Fox News' Todd Starnes, right. and the American Family Association's Brian Fisher and Tim Wildman have been totally fucking freaking out about the performance involving a mass marriage that included same-sex couples. The Illinois Family Association, which is an affiliate of the AFA, uh, joined the fray, sending out an email attacking the award show for contributing to the destruction of marriage. They called it a tragic freak show and a gaudy spitball hurled, and this is my favorite, in the all-seeing eye of a holy god. Well, I'll tell you what, Cecil, oh, if I were <laughs> an, if, if I were an omnipotent all-seeing right, god, right. I knew this was coming. <laughs> I did nothing to stop it. You made bodies specifically. You crafted the human yes. body specifically so you could be offended by it. Right. <laughs> right. 
And then they hurled a spitball in my eye, right. and my response was fucking the same radio silence as yeah, after every other event in all of human history. It's always been, yes. Right. Yeah. So, so awesome. <laughs> I like this part. It says, um, this person and their fucking screed goes on. Who is this person anyway that's saying all this garbage that they Higgins, actually quoted? Higgins. Higgins says... It is money that motivates his eager embrace of his wife's immodesty. Now, she's, he's talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, Happily married nuts. Jay-Z and Beyonce. It says, it is, it is money that motivates his eager embrace of his wife's immodesty or pride that he has access to her, her body when all the other leering men do not. If it's, if it's money, how is he no different from a pimp? And my suggestion is ask Jay-Z if he's a pimp. Right. Ask him if he's a pimp right now. See what he says. I bet you he would say, "Bitch, I'm a pimp." <laughs> that kind of cracked me up. There's also another part too where they're talking about Jay Z and Beyonce's daughter. Um, they say, "What would Jay Z and Beyonce want their daughter to perform like her mother for the pleasures of men?" What do they think about an 18 year old Blue Ivy recreating her mother's performance? I don't know. Is she on stage at the Grammys? Right. Because I don't think they give two fucks. Right. <laughs> like, girl making bank. Who gives what a is, shit? It's so funny that you say that because the next line after that, it says, but in a CD club for the eyes of less expensively attired and Botoxed men and women. It's like, well, fucking context matters. Fucking A. And you think that she's going to be a strip club? She's fucking right. the daughter of Beyonce and Jay-Z. You don't think she's going to have a record contract if she wants all of them? She could get a record contract for singing Happy Birthday. She could get a record contract right now when she's like a fucking infant. <laughs> it's it's such a ridiculous idea that like, well, if a woman dances like in a sexually suggestive manner, then she's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just the witch. yeah. Yeah. And like, and the man is a pimp. It's like, well, first of all, can I pay money and have sex with Beyonce? No. No. <laughs> Then no. she's not a whore and he's not a pimp. Yeah. She's a woman who dances and he's married to her. Right. That's it. Like, it's like, how is it different? Well, it, it actually differs because there's no exchange of sex for money. Right. And they're calling it softcore porn, Tom. These are people who don't even know what hardcore porn or softcore porn is if they call that softcore porn. Yeah. This is not in the in 2014 with the Internet. Right. This is not softcore porn, honey. I got I got news for you. Like, if you Google softcore porn and turn your safe search off, yeah. you'll see a hell of a lot more than Beyonce dancing at the Grammys. I watched a lot of softcore porn as a kid, and it was always scrambled, and you're like, is that a booby? Is that, yeah, right. is that a titty? I can't tell. Is that a, I can't tell. Maybe they're touching. I don't know. No, but I'd still watch yes. that. I'm not going to lie. I would watch that, too. If it was on there, I'd be like, huh, maybe I can see a booby. Yeah. I don't know. All right. But the fact is, is like, like, I remember like Cinemax and all that stuff. Like that was like it was simulated sex. It was simulated sex. It was not right. Right. um not penetration or whatever, but this is totally different. It is not simulated sex. It is a dance. You've got to fucking think, you got to stop thinking that the only dance you can do is like the Charleston like you've got to stop, you know, like with the fucking hands over your goddamn right. knees and your fucking waka 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 in. Like you've got to think to yourself, 
You know, the times, they are a-changing. They pass me by. I'm an old person giving fucking birth to dust bunnies at this point, <laughs> and I am fucking out of fucking touch with reality. You know, I'll be honest with you. You know, as a, I'm a 40-year-old guy. So I look at this stuff and I see like, you know, like, um, uh, what's her name? The girl with the, the, the twerking girl that was like a while ago. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. She did like a twerking thing and she's on stage and she's doing all this stuff. And it's like, you know, I, I'm a 40 year old guy. I wasn't even offended. I was just like, oh, that's just like a dancing thing. They're like dancing. Okay, great. Who cares? Like, cause I remember there was like a fucking hubbub about it. The next day it was like, oh my God, I can't believe she did all the things. And I'm just like, she came out in like a scantily clad outfit and like kind of treated a big foam finger as a cock or something. But like, it was suggestive, but it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't something you could beat off to. You know what I mean? Like, you look right. at it, you're just like, no, man, I hear you're you. You're just like, okay, good. That's great. She's doing a thing. Like, whatever. I mean, I guess, I mean, I just, I just failed to see. I failed to see why these people's fucking underwear is so shoved so far up their ass. They're freaking out about every little thing that people do. And isn't that funny? It's like, it's suggestive. It suggests something. Yeah. Okay, well, then it's provocative and it provokes and fine. You know, that's okay. It's it's okay. It's okay. Let your imagination. What what happens, I think, is these people get, they're, they're, they live a life that is so closeted from the, 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 the norm, from any of the regular culture. And then they watch something like the Grammys with the intention oh, yeah. to find something yep. to be offended. Do you remember about? when we were do like, Mm-hmm. Everyone's a critic. And there'd be like the the scene with like you'd see Angelina Jolie's tits and there'd be like all these people on these sites that would post be like, you know, like on the Christian sites. Remember there was like that Christian rape yep, movie or whatever? That. Like, yep. And we'd watch exactly. it and be like, you'd like read the, the, the things and like, oh my God, I saw her bare side of her side boob and it was so offensive. My kids saw it too. And you're just like, shut the fuck up. You watched <laughs> a thing that was like rated R and now you're offended by it. You're a dipshit. Right. What did you like? You know, you know what the snake is when you pick yep. the snake up. You know, it's it's the Grammys. It's an award show. It's going to have dancing. It's 2014. The dancing's going to be suggestive. You know what? I'll make a fucking psychic prediction. There's going to be suggestive dancing in the 2015 Grammys. Hey, you know what? I'll take it a step further. There's going to be suggestive dancing at all of the Grammys forever. There's never not going to be some suggestive dance that somebody can get fucking worked up about because people get worked up about all dances throughout the course of all time in all cultures. Dance is kind of inherently sexual, right? It involves the movement of the body and the hips and it's, it's to a beat and it's rhythmic and it is, I mean, like all cultures get fucking worked up about some kind oh the fucking Charleston that's outrageous <laughs> you know like somebody was upset about right, that at some right. point and now it's quaint yeah the flapper dancing was probably oh, right. really provocative in its day right all that shit was cuz it's fucking dancing right you don't like dancing? Then just don't watch the dancing Jesus, show. It's like fucking footloose. It's like right. we live in footloose. <laughs> Well, 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 with the with the music and the kids these days, with their, with their dancing and their body hips moving around, Whoa. the fuck up. This one is demonic. Yeah, oh yeah. This one is Katy Perry, and we're just watching it here in the studio. If you happen to be watching, um, 
but it is demonic. There's an altar built. She's dressed as a witch. There are beasts on either side of her. With horns. Uh, there's... Uh, there's a lot of creepy things going on. Then she's got. Then she has the uh, Knights Templar cross yeah. on her uh, that lights up. Um, uh, she then dances around the broom. She puts a circle around her. The circle turns to fire. Uh, and then she's burned at the stake. Eventually, I mean, it is. It's it's full fledged witchcraft and uh, demonic. Uh, glorification i look at this and then i look at and i remember when i first saw this last night the first thing that came to my mind was the democratic convention and the democratic convention where they denied god three times Mm. so this also comes from right wing watch glenn beck was deeply disturbed by sunday night's grammy award show uh, but not for the same reasons in this case he was all worked up about katie perry's uh, dark horse dance dark thing. horse because I guess it was actually he said that it is actually <laughs> demonic it's actually it, demonic. she was performing actual witchcraft witchcraft she was she was yeah. performing witchcraft she has the power to make my pants feel real tight <laughs> real tight <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, I mean, I'd probably fuck me if I had blue hair and fake eyelashes. So. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Glenn Beck, uh, I guess, of all the things to get worked up about. And don't you think it's the same issue, man? God, it is. He's turned on. He watches this and it's fucking hot. He's like, man, Katy Perry is. She's beautiful. A beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. That is fun to see do stuff. Yes, do things. Do more and of watch the her things. shop. Are you kidding me? Like, uh, right? Like on that's Amazon. On Amazon. She doesn't have to move. She could sit on the couch. Yep. Dude, I would. That's In a, a woman snuggie. I could. And I would. <laughs> I would seriously tune into her reading the newspaper yeah. for two hours. You know, like, like Katy Perry reads the newspaper. Like, good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna tebow this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and tebow yeah, this. I'm gonna tebow this. Right. Yeah, no, this is I good. Got this. Yeah. Don't you boop, 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 boop. We are not fast forwarding through this. She's not at the funnies. I tell you when this is over. Boop, boop, booping. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> so yeah, it's full fledged witchcraft, Cecil. It's actual. Never mind that no spells were cast. Well, no, no it's magic not just done. witchcraft though, Tom. I don't know if you heard this because you didn't listen to it. I didn't. But at no. a point, he says, this reminds me of the Democratic Convention. <laughs> Come on. I swear no to way. you. I swear to you. It says it there. I was like, are you what the fuck is happening to your brain? But, you know, like, the other thing, too, is that they talk about witchcraft. And this is we've we've encountered this. So many times they talk about witchcraft like it's an actual thing. Like they it's so funny. It's laugh out loud funny that grown men are sitting around microphones terrified that witchcraft is really a thing. I I could you I mean, okay, take witchcraft out of it. Take Carrie Katy Perry out of it. No, no, um, can't we keep her in? Uh, it? No, keep her in. Actually, okay. okay so thank let's you. Let's just keep her in. <laughs> she just has less clothes on now in this okay, in this good. version. No, but imagine them sitting around and talking about like the Candyman. Like, and they're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what if you were standing in front of a mirror and you said Candyman three times? <laughs> I have a funny story about that. My kid yesterday, yesterday, said, "Dad, if you say uh, what was it, Bloody Mary in the mirror." 
what will happen? Will Bloody Mary come out of the mirror and kill you? And we were standing in the bathroom, and he was brushing his teeth. Oh, this is awesome. And he's like, Kevin on the bus told yeah. me that it, that he would. Sure. And I looked at him, and I was like, well, let's try it. Let's try he's it. Like, yeah, we're standing in the Did bathroom. Did he try it with you? Was he afraid? No. He's like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And then oh, I said it all silly first. And then he's like, no, you have to say it like this. Bloody <laughs> Mary. And he said it all spooky. And he said it like a bunch of times. Yeah. And you could tell he was kind of nervous, but like the lights are on and his dad's right there. And like we said it and I'm like, well, nothing happened. Brush your teeth. You know, like, you'll die later, but you're fine yeah, like, now. You know, like Kevin on the bus is an idiot. Yeah. Like I'm just right. saying. It's, it's so fucking funny. That's the same shit. Like it, my fucking first grader didn't buy it. Right. Right. He just did the test. Like he just ran the experiment. I mean, these, like these people think that they're casting spells that Katy Perry. I mean, Katy Perry is casting a spell, but it's not <laughs> the spell you think. Like, I mean, she's you know, the thing is, is like like she's not casting a spell like a fucking, you know, she's not doing some. And it's funny because they even say it like full fledged with witchcraft and demonic glorification. Like wasn't Katy Perry, if I'm correct in this, I had thought I read somewhere that she was a, she was like a Christian singer before. Like she, yeah, her folks are like devout evangelicals. Like I, I, I thought I read somewhere that she was like a Christian, like she was a Christian pop girl or whatever. And then she got into like regular pop stuff and the clothes started coming off and people realized how talented she was. And they were like, oh, well, why don't we put her somewhere else and auto tune her? Cause she's got a lot of talents, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. But it, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that, is that I thought that she was, she was devout or something like that. And it's like, you know, she would be offended if you said this about her, she'd be like, man, I just, I'm just doing something artistic. And it's funny because like, like they don't even recognize art as a thing because right. they're, they're just saying like, oh, well she's literally a witch and she's literally doing this stuff. And you're like, you don't understand that like these are people who would watch the exorcist movie and be like that girl really died or that girl really that I guess the yeah. priest really died or whatever right. because yep. they, they can't distinguish between art and reality. So we had to kind of burn through this episode uh, tonight because we were on with Jake for so long and it was great. So if you're interested, catch Jake's show this week. It's imaginaryfriendshow.com. Uh, we appear on it for the whole show, so you get like a double dose of us, and actually you'll get a triple dose of us this week because uh, after this, uh, before this airs, before this actually goes live on Saturday night, we would have missed it, but you can still watch it. Um, we are going to be on Gamma Atheist Show. Uh, it's uh, Google Hangouts. It's Atheist Hangouts. We're going to be on his show uh, his name is David and, uh, he runs a show that's a live show. So we're actually going to be doing a live show. I don't know what we were thinking. Um, we weren't, but we're going to be on, uh, with him tomorrow night. So, uh, so there's like three hours of us this week. So we can just end this very quickly by just going over a couple of emails. Thank you everybody who sent in emails. Uh, but we wanted to read a couple of these. Tom, did you want to read the complaint we got? The title of this email is Complaint! <laughs> Dear you and the other one. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I think he's calling you the other one. I am complaining about your podcast, in particular the specific aspects of it that I do not like. There is far too much of one thing and not enough of another. Some of the subject matter you cover is of no interest to me whatsoever. 
and the rest is ruined by both of the hosts saying and doing things that either annoy or offend me, and sometimes both. (laughs) Most of the time, both. (laughs) Just because you spend several hours of your time each week recording and producing before uploading the resulting file to your costly servers (laughs) does not give you the right to expect me to copy the free feed into my podcast app and waste hours of my time each month listening to it. I'm not paying $10 per month for your podcast subscription, I'll admit, but many other people are able to produce podcasts that I like and cover subjects in a way that interests and entertains me. So why, oh why, oh why can't you? Uh, Until this happens, I will not be listening to any further episodes, except, of course, to listen closely every week to see if you manage to act on this specific and helpful advice. (laughs) If not... I shall clearly have no other option but to email you and complain oh, once that's more. Awesome. This is the best. Your, this is the best. Yours most helpfully. I fucking love <laughs> this it. This is great. Captain Phineas G. Arsbiscuit. <laughs> KFC, KFC BBC BA Baracus. KFC. Oh, that's awesome. The Sean sent that in. It was great. Thanks so much, Sean. That's so funny. That's so great. I um, laughed out loud. We got a this. we got a four star review on iTunes because we can't use dynamic processing correctly or something. Someone said that it's like what? Some of your stuff is louder than your other stuff, and it make, hurts my ears when I listen in headphones. It's like, sorry, man. I put a lot of time into making sure the levels are right. Sometimes Google, sometimes GarageBand fucks that up, and I'm not going to go back and fix it. Wow. So, I didn't see that yeah, one. Yeah, we got a four. It was, you know, it's fine. Four stars is fine. Yeah, it's very care. nice it's you funny. believe them. As, uh, it's nice. I'm just busting your busting your rocks. Thank everybody who leaves us five-star reviews on iTunes. And actually, we're getting close to 800. So we, we are a little right push there. here. We get a little push. We might be able to break 800. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. So if you and get I've a chance. I've only written like 730 of them. If you get so. a chance to leave one, we would be tickled if you left a nice review on iTunes. If you're thinking about leaving a bad one, maybe go listen to something else. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> just, just don't. You know, I'm just saying and don't. listen to something else because there's one. plenty of other stuff you can listen to. Yeah. We got a we got an email which made me laugh. This is from episode thirty five. Eric sends in a message and says something occurred to me as I was listening to your segment about the preacher going on about Fox News to say that the Antichrist wants people to be dependent on the government. You said there's no subclass of people who wants to have no job and government support them. What about the retirees who rely on Social Security? <laughs> you know, the largest portion of Fox News audience. Thanks, Eric. That's hilarious. You made me. I laugh. I thought that was great. We get a message from Gene. Gene was one of the winners in the uh, the uh, shirt contest because he sent in uh, he sent in his his vote for the Stitcher Awards, and uh, we are giving him we gave him a code that was donated to us by ThreadsOfDoubt.com. Tom, you bought some shirts from Threads of Doubt. I bought a shirt from Threads of Doubt, and Gene got a free shirt from Threads of Doubt. And we're going to post Gene's picture this week as the image for our uh for our show so thank you gene for sending the picture yourself looks great uh i hope that the shirts that we sent out make their way to the people that we sent them out to i think they should have they were they we got the shipping labels so they definitely went out we just don't know if they're gonna make it there soon 
Yeah, let us know when you get them. Send us a picture if you don't. Yeah, mind. send We'd us love pictures. to see you guys yeah. with the shirts. You yeah, know? as long be, as you guys, I mean, awesome. you can fucking blur your face out if you want to. If you don't want to be shown on there, I'm showing jeans just because he sent it in, and I figured he wanted us to. So yeah. I'm going to show it. If Gene tells me to take it down, I'll take it down. But I, it doesn't look like he might. He minds. He looks like a pretty happy guy. So I don't think he's going to mind. He doesn't strike me as a shy. He doesn't. Fella. Yeah, it doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to be mad that somebody saw him. So this week, remember to catch us on both the Imaginary Friends show because we're on for the whole show and Jake is a hilarious guy. And actually, that show might have even turned out better than this show. It was very funny to record might with Jake. Have. No, almost certainly because Jake certainly. does a better show. Yeah. But it's it was it was very funny to record and Jake was very funny. So check it out if you get a chance, imaginaryfriendshow.com. And then I'm sure that the, the Google Hangout, the Atheist Hangouts we're going to be on tomorrow is going to be good and awesome too so uh so check that out as well i'll leave a i'll leave a link to both of those shows in the show notes for this this is episode 136 so check it out on dissonancepod.com and uh that's it for this week so hope you get your od of us and we'll leave you as always with the skeptics creed credulity is not a virtue it's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno babylon bullshit Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 